In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 through 18, where we'll ask the question, who will you serve? Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 through 18 says, Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight, and preserved us in all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites, who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. In Joshua's final address to the people of Israel, as he is preparing to die, he asks the people of Israel to choose on that very day who they would serve, to make the definitive decision that they would serve the Lord their God rather than the gods of Egypt or the gods of Ur or the gods of the Amorites. Joshua wants the people of Israel to make a clear statement, make a covenant, make a promise that they will serve the Lord their God, and they would not serve any of the false gods that they found around themselves. This is a question that we also must ask. We must ask the question, who we will serve? And to do that, we look at Joshua 24, verses 14 through 18. Thought number one, the gods of your past. This is one of the options that the people of Israel had that they could worship the gods that they had worshiped in the past before the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had shown himself to them with such power there in Egypt. They could have served the gods of the Egyptians as they did when they were enslaved there. They could serve the gods that were brought to them through their traditions that they had from Ur, the land of the Chaldeans, that Abraham was called out of. And you too can serve the gods of your past. You too can serve the gods that you inherited from your family, the gods that you are ever so comfortable with, the gods that you see again and again in your everyday life. You can serve the gods of your past, but what you'll find is that the gods of your past are lacking, and they don't have the power of the God of Israel. Thought number two, the gods of your neighbors. You can choose to serve the gods of your neighbors. And this was one of the great temptations of the people of Israel. One of the things they did wrong was not drive out all of the foreigners from the land. And because they didn't drive out all of the foreigners from the land, their neighbors who were still there with them tempted them regularly to worship false gods. As you read through the text of scripture, what you find is that so very often Israel abandons the God of Israel, the God that made himself known to them, and instead they worship the gods of their neighbors. They worship Moloch, they worship Baal, they worship Asherah, 
And these gods are not the gods that have brought them out of slavery, that had given them the land, that had cared for them, that had set them apart from these other people. No, these are the gods of their neighbors. These are the false gods that the Amorites served. You have the option of serving the gods of your neighbors, following the practices that they follow because they seem attractive to you, because they seem good to you. But what you will find, just like the people of Israel found, is that the gods of your neighbors, if they are not serving the God of Israel, they are serving false gods, gods that have no power and no authority. Thought number three, the God of Israel. This is the last option for the people of Israel. They have the option to serve the God who did bring them out of slavery, the God who did bring them into the land of promise. And this is the God whom they should serve. And when Joshua says, choose this day whom you will serve, what he's saying is that you need to choose the God of Israel, the God who has brought us into this land, the God who has cared for us, the God who has given us rest and peace. This is the God that you must serve. And the people of Israel, they say, yes, we will serve the God who has taken care of us, who has given us so much, who has made himself known to us through our forefathers, and through his miraculous signs and wonders. Well, today, you have the option. You can serve the God of Israel. You can serve the same God that identified the people of Israel as his own. You can serve him because by faith in Christ, you are being brought into this great nation, this great people of God. And you become an heir of the great promise that you would be blessed through Christ Jesus. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Joshua chapters 21 through 24. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.